people, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bacho, bringing to you today a journey, a journey, a journey. Oh, a journey. You know, I was supposed to be doing this Napoleon Hill podcast this morning, but yesterday was probably one of the busiest days I've had all year, by far. I mean, I couldn't even respond to emails. I was getting phone calls from left to right, phone calls of opportunity. And then I got a message, got a message from my the first ever teacher that I've ever actually worked aside. Her name is, let's just say Teacher Nat. So I was looking at some of these pictures, and it was the first school. I'm actually looking at the picture right now with me smiling. You can actually see it on the uh, the podcast art. And I'm just so unbelievably grateful, man. You know, when I first came here, I had no idea what I was going up against. You know, I'm actually even looking at my body right now, and I'm like, dude, I was so much skinnier back then, and that was, man, I had a back, (sighs) you know, I was just so innocent, guys. Like, looking back in this picture, this specific picture, these pictures of me just acting like a fool, I was innocent. I was just, you know, a guy just trying to help and just trying to pave my way for so many different things in my life, and next thing you know, life smacked me upside the head and said, hey, you know what? You're just a color kid here. Can you believe that? No, this wasn't as bad as the Louisville Kentuckys back in the 1950s and 1960s. This was just me going through that journey of the, of the unknown. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever been through that, but just yesterday, here I am getting phone calls saying, Hey, man, I would love for you to teach at this Japanese company. And the rate was the highest I've ever gotten per hour. And, you know, and I'm just like, okay, well, I got to switch some schedules around. I got to do this. I got to do that. I can do this for you. Okay, hold on. What about this? And what about that? And just trying to shove everything aside and trying to get, you know, basically trying to get this company on board. Um, But, you know, the same Japanese, no, I wouldn't say the same Japanese company, but the Japanese company um, that ultimately removed me from their company last, uh, last November. You know, it's funny because I'm going to be going back to another Japanese company. And I'm like, I have that thought of being removed from that company over racial discrimination. And now I'm going to get another one that's completely different, but in the same area. And I just sat there and I'm just like, man, I get probably five to seven phone calls a day now. I've never picked up my phone this much. I remember I used to get a phone call probably every three to four weeks. And it was always someone bitching, saying, can you do this for me? Of course, at my previous job. But, man, I just want to just talk about this journey, you know. Teacher Nat, up to what I'm doing right now, what what if I gave up? You know, we always got to do the what ifs. Back in that October of 2014 and looking at this Facebook page and my logo and looking at these pictures, man, I was so – I was just such a wonderful guy back then. I was just one of those innocent characters, you know. Hey, let me – uh. You know, I'm going to go all the way to, of course, um, go all the way to Thailand. I'm going to change lives. I want to do this and do that. I live a wonderful life. And no, it wasn't like that. I don't know why. I don't know what the impression was when I first actually came to Thailand. But I was under the impression that it was the land of smiles. And it wasn't. I mean, some places, yes. Some. But that place where I see in those pictures... It was hell. I was threatened my job because I was colored. I was paid $66 less than the other two white teachers because I was colored. 
I worked for a, a boss who was very disgust. I mean, and this is the fun. The funniest thing about this is, out of all the bosses I've ever had, she that first job. Of course, the first job is always the worst, isn't it? It's so funny. I can sit back and say, "Oh my god, what a funny." Wow, it, it, you know, just being able to just run by and just go over the mem- memories and reminisce and say, how come is it every first job I've ever had in any damn city I've ever worked in, even in Australia, my first job in Melbourne was in Footscray outside of Melbourne, worst goddamn job on the planet. My first ever job in Sydney, Australia was Crow's Nest. It was the pediatric dental practice, the specialist, Dr. Philippa Sawyer. Yeah, I'm going to say it. She was the one of the most relentless human beings. She was just vile. I mean, <laughs> and I stayed there for two months. God damn it, I stayed at this job for three years. But this job wasn't necessarily bad. It was just a transition where they hired someone that is not a leader whatsoever, and he's more of a bitcher, and he doesn't have ideas whatsoever, and he wants to make the place more of an academic type of place, and that's just no no and so when everything happened and you know i talked about this and that we've already been over this but just looking at the journey every first job and just going back to these pictures and that lady who would just blah 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 blah, blah. and then finally i boy i'm telling you i gotta run this story by you guys man i just got to you know i said enough is enough you know, I wasn't I wasn't going to continue getting mistreated by not, you know, the locals. I remember I used to go to restaurants and they would just look at me after I order my food and they would just see how long I would wait for the food. I remember I had to wait for a food for 45 minutes and there was no one there. So I went up to the counter and they're like, oh, we were going to make it. They started speaking Thai and I'm like, no, no. And then as I walked away, they just laughed and point at me like dumbass. That's what you get. We didn't want to make you food anyways. You know, I was a, I was a kid back then. You know, I didn't know how to handle these situations. I, I, I wouldn't say I lose it now. I have self-control, but I will put people in their place almost immediately, especially the older generation. You know, I run over feet with my luggage. That's right. If you touch me for any reason or you say something bad, I'm going to blow up on you because I leave nothing on the table. I am not going to take shit from the weak-minded folks anymore. That's all there is to it. But the thing is, I'm not going to allow them to dictate my life either. I'm not going to allow Mr. Funky Pants 96 on Instagram say, blah, 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 you are stupid, you suck, or this and that. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That ain't going to work. That's not going to fly by me. I'm going to continue to fight. And that's what I could really just sit back on this day on the cusp of just greatness. A week away from going to malaysia for another spartan race and to see my man hassan and get a workout in at his gym and see his spartan beast and uh go meet up for a you know meet up with someone in terms of you know what they could provide me you know in terms of the arseniobuckshow.com and then do the race and then come back and just be free and you know be able to travel to the hong kongs the taiwans and work for these companies and just continue to build a reputation boy oh boy oh boy what if i gave up What if I gave up? Just what if? What did I develop over this? The amount of courage and the amount of don't give me that bullshit. Oh, I think that's probably what I needed in order to be in this position right now where there are probably going to be comments of slews of comments coming at me from different people from all around the world, you know, saying this and that and this. All it is, man, I just use intellect and they go away. And that's the most beautiful thing. 
when you use grammatically sound structures and, you know, lexical phrasing and, you know, coherence and cohesiveness in your writing and all this crazy stuff, people, they just like, oh, my God, he's way too smart for me. I ain't going to respond to this. And it always and always happens. It's so funny. But at the same time, guys, I'm going to try to just relate this to you. Don't give up. And you know what? I've given you all the I've given you everything. Again, again, I got thrown off by the story. My bad. I went back down to the south. There was one day I said I wasn't going to take shit anymore from this teacher. And I applied for a job. I met a lady on, of course, a really funny website in which I'm going to be doing a podcast, ESL podcast, by the way, with one of my f- – oh, my god. I got to talk about that real quick. I'm sorry. Two – three days ago. Three days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. I was I was going up the escalator, you know, it was the evening. I just finished uh, working at one of my favorite places I work at. Oh, I just love that place, and I love my student. I love everything about it. And here I am. Uh, I finish my job. I take this motorcycle. This guy's speeding everywhere. It's just a crazy ride back, but it's a very cynic ride back because I pass temples and stuff like that. Get to the, you know, the SkyTrain station. Go up the escalator. Go through check-in. The next thing you know, I see someone that looked very, very familiar. I looked again. She smiled. She walked towards me. I walked towards her. It was my first ever friend in Thailand. Mook! You guys who have been following me, especially those in Ashburn, Virginia, you guys know her. I've said the stories about her, and it's hilarious. It's so hilarious because she's my first ever friend, and I just – I did – I was just thinking about her just two days ago, uh, two days before, two days prior. So basically on Monday, Monday of this week, I was just thinking about her and I unblocked a whole bunch of people on Facebook because now I'm getting these messages from all these people saying, oh my God, you're now an internet sensation. I want to know who it is to say, yeah, I'm going to shove it in your face. You know, not, not in a very nasty way, but you know, just saying, hey, yeah, and, and, you know, uh, I, you know, I'm just trying to emanate as much things as I possibly can and I'm using a voice as a factor in the world. That's it. And I saw Mook, you know what's so amazing? Me and Mook, we picked up right where we left off. And I straight grilled her. I was like, oh, yeah, uh, Mook, uh, a.k.a. Miscommunication over here. And she was laughing. And she was, and she was like, flipping me off. She's like, no, you. You were the one that didn't talk to me. I said, no, you were the one. No, you were the one. It was just, we picked up right where we left off. She was my first ever friend six years ago on the same website where I met the woman that actually gave me the job in the south of Thailand. Whereas I got out of the racist first job, whereas I first came here. That site. It's actually known as Thai Cupid right now. Pretty funny, huh? I know, guys. Don't judge me. But you know what? You can actually meet some wonderful people, such as I've met some really awesome people on Tinder. Okay? You can meet people. It just all depends where your heart is, your intent. I've met graphic designers. I'm trying. I'm going to have an interview with the graphic designer very, very soon that I just met just yesterday on Tinder. How about that? You could use it as networking. See, a lot of people say, oh, people use that as hookup. No, I use that to network. I use that to spread the word, the black word in terms of hey yeah i'm an african-american look at what i do miss thailand yeah yeah look at this profile yeah eh, respect it because guess what all your little you, you know all those little sex tourists that come out here from uh that that are completely different complexion of me they do not have a profile like mine and they're not doing the same things i'm doing they're looking to go after a girl like you one night stand boom they're gone you're gone and oh he left me yeah no shit anyways focus 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 see boy i go on rants i go on tangents Tangents, tangents, whatever. Ah, guys, the moral of the story is I met Mook, and Mook is going to come on my ESL podcast, and we're going to talk about so much. And 
I, I've met people who have come into my life to bring me something, to show me a new light. And I follow that light and they've helped me so much. Going to the south of Thailand, it was much, much more difficult to live in the southeast part of Thailand and just being able to continue to fight and find some kind of purpose in my life. 2015, I still remember taking the minivan home and I messaged one of my friends, Rocky. And I was like, Rocky, man, what am I supposed to do next? I'm at the top. I'm making 2000 US dollars a month. He's like, you're going to have to find that out by yourself. I had no idea. But see, I wasn't developing my ideas back in 2015. I barely knew the Jack Canfields. And that's when I started getting into Jack Canfield. Then boom, Napoleon Hill came. And this is why I love Napoleon Hill so much. 40 years after his death, he's the one that has helped me the most. The Les Browns, Lisa Nichols, Tony Robbins, you name that. Now Gary Vee, I'm looking at the more technical aspect of it. He's helping me a lot uh, with his content and whatnot. But man, what a journey. Guys, more of the story is... If you, When you start connecting the dots back, you're going to realize how much of a magnificent human being you are. The things that we've gone through creates the character, and the journey is the most beautiful part. If someone came up to me today and said, okay, here we go, 300000 you know, bot or 10000 US dollars a month, and we got you. Would I be excited? Well, it depends what the company is, obviously. If they said relocate to Japan, 10000 US dollars a month, I'm out of here. <laughs> You know what I mean? I ain't staying here, you know? But the thing is, the networking is still huge here. But just it, it's just the journey along the way. Like, um, have, you know, all these things that continue to come into my life, it all has come because I've cultivated the right mindset to get it all done. Mook came back into my life for a reason. I truly believe that. And I still love her. I love every bit of her because me and her, we've been through thick and thin. We've had the most amazing night together. No, not like that. But it was a fun night. That was the last time I've actually ever went to a club four years ago. Don't judge me. Um, We've actually traveled together to an island. Um, We've done so many amazingly good things together. It's just miscommunication. That's all it is. So, of course, we're going to sit down on that podcast. I'm going to be like, man, Mook, you know what? You suck. It's just going to be a really, really funny podcast. But what I'm trying to say is I posted that picture on my private uh, Facebook. And I said, you know what? Through all these times, there was no family. There was no mom saying, fight on, son. There was no brother saying, don't give up, boy. There was no sister saying, come on, Arsenio. You've been through this. Don't let this bullshit stop you. Mm Mm-mm. There was no Elisa, no nurse at that time because probably she – oh, she had a boyfriend, of course, at that time. That's what she normally does, and now she's gone again, and she might be gone. If it, yeah, pr- pretty much she's gone forever. Um, honestly, there wasn't even an Andre. There was not an Andre, and Andre's my best friend. When I had to go through these months, you're going to have to go into the darkness by yourself. You are, and when you what you find in there is going to be terrifying. And it's going to be a lot of things reflecting what has happened in your past. But when you come out, you're going to come out an entire different man. And that gives me goosebumps just thinking about that. Just thinking about being at the gym last night and having five different people come up to me and say, Hey, could you teach me English private class? See, and I'm glad that people actually look at me as a source of inspiration too. And just the journey, just imagine if I've never given up. And now people are like, hey, man, can you come over here, man? I really love this and that. And, hey, I'm going to invite you to my housewarming party and all these ultra successful people. And 
it all wouldn't have been done if it wasn't for those pictures, for that boss, for those racial remarks, for those people saying you're not good enough because you're just a Ebola boy. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you guys, you have no idea. It all And even being removed from a Japanese cup, whatever, you name it, all the shit I've been through. It wasn't even the Japanese, it was the Japanese company, but it's the Thai person that removed me. So I'm not even going to let, I'm not even going to say that. Um, it doesn't even freaking matter. What matters is I never gave up after that. After being removed, I didn't say, you know what, to hell with Thailand, because so many African Americans and black people do. Don't give up. That journey, you're building an insane amount of character. The faith that you're manifesting all on your own. You have to stick to the purpose. The universe. Tough times have not come to stay. They have come to pass. Les Brown has once said. Continue looking for opportunities. Looking at opportunities to better yourself. Socially, professionally, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And be around people who you want to learn from. Because once you do that, you will never be the same again. And I had to I had to do this podcast this morning. So I'm not saying thank God it's Friday. I'm saying thank God it's every day. Oh, God, you, you know, if you're religious or whatnot, I say thank the universe. OK, thank the universe and thank whatever, whatever it is you believe in. Thank the very day, this day, this moment you're listening to this podcast right now, because boy, oh, boy, it's the ride that means everything in the world. I just want to say thank you to everyone who has come in and out of my life over the last five years. And those who are listening to me around the world right now. Because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be where I am today. And as always, stay tuned for the next podcast tomorrow morning. As always, this is your host Arsenio. Over and out.